Welcome to another edition of the St Albans Podcast with me, Danny Smith, and joining me here in the studio uh, today is uh, the director of the latest offering from the Abbey Theatre. The Company of Ten, the Abbey Theatre's resident theatre company, uh, are putting on their final play of the season. It is called Home. It is on from the 30th of June to the 8th of July, and I'm delighted that their director, Rosemary Goodman, is here with me now. Hello, Rosemary. Hello. Thank you very much for coming in. You're uh, welcome. And, uh, and yeah, this is a, a pretty fraught time, isn't it? Because uh, we're in in the week that this gets gets um, like aired, it gets released to the public. Released, that's a good word, Danny. <laughs> it does, yeah. Well, we have our final dress rehearsal tonight, and then, of course, we're previewing on Wednesday, tomorrow. Yes, well, so as people are listening to this, that, that may not even be the right days, because this... <laughs> Yeah. This always gets confusing. So, yes. so the the previews on the Wednesday. We're recording this on the Tuesday. We're, the previews on the Wednesday night, isn't it? Um, and then there's a charity night on the Thursday, and then the public get to see it on the Friday, don't they? That's right. Yes, that's um, it. It okay. opens, and then it's on for eight days. It's on from the so Friday's the thirtieth of June, and it runs through to Saturday the eighth of July. And no, no performance on Monday, of course. Right now, um, first question I should ask: What's it about? Oh, what a question, Danny. Ah, what a question. Well, it's about five people who are seemingly unrelated and they meet in a place which is unspecified. And it's really about their conversations. And it's like we are eavesdropping on their conversations. And as it develops, the conversations don't actually make too much sense. And you you think, just as you're getting into a conversation, you think, oh, where's that going? And then it goes off at a tangent, and then another subject's introduced. And, and so, yes, the, the, the audience actually will start to think, what is actually happening here? We have two men to start the, 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 the production. They, 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 they come in and they start their conversation. And that's a very, very long conversation. In actual fact, it goes on, I think it's for 34 pages. And so it's, and and in that time, (laughs) they talk about all manner of things. They know, lost, their their lost ambition, their jobs, their their homes, their, their, their relationships. And it becomes clear that they are lost as people. And it's very poignant. Um, they are of a certain class. Um, they are very much um, talking about Britain as it once was, England, Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. They're very much sort of locked into that sort of mindset. And then they go off and they have their walk and another couple of people come on to women. Now totally different class. And they, they also start their conversation and the audience get drawn into that. Okay. So this play, it's set in the early 70s, late 60s. It's sort of vague, isn't it, as to where it exactly is well, set? Well, David Story wrote it in 1970. It came off at the Royal Court in 1970. And so I put it in early 70s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But how much of it is like a time capsule and looking back to how things were and how much of it is actually still just the same today? Uh, in what respect? Well, well I mean, it, it, is it very much of its time, or is it is it in some ways timeless? Hmm. Um, yes, I, I I suppose in today's world, 
we, you don't get two men talking about their experiences in the war, for instance. No, but they might they might have other experiences instead that they might talk yes, about. Yes, yes. I suppose it's like yeah. you're you're talking about you know how people have you know, conduct conversation, and so yeah, I suppose in that respect it is timeless. Because I, I for for my observations of it. It feels like the setting is, all, you know, the, the fact that it's set in the seventies is almost irrelevant. That there are some references to things and of the time, yes, but but not much. And and I think you could almost eavesdrop on 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 men of this um, setting today, and possibly hear some of the similar things that and 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 with with the women as well. I think I, I guess it just felt to me like that 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 the writer captured something almost yeah timeless of how we are as humans and how we we react how we 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 protect ourselves and yeah. how um yes yes absolutely i mean the human condition if you like it's um it, that is timeless of course mm. Mm. I, I i suppose full disclosure for the listener that i'm in this play i have a small part in this play uh, we're not going to say much about that uh, but i did explain this to somebody as i said this play is basically a four-hander with five of us and you'll have to come along to work out what i mean by that <laughs> yes and so lee said except that it's a very uh, a, a very strong performance and I advise you all to come and cheer Danny on <laughs> <laughs> but but yes it but it's it is it is uh wonderfully and lovingly put on uh, and um and yes so that the process I'm, I always think that the listeners are quite interested in how um how these things come to be uh, so so you know that the, the I think I think the basic stages I guess most people would be aware of that there'd be an audition process there's rehearsals and then you put it on uh, and um and yet as a director how um like how much of this is 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 fun and how much of this makes you tear your hair out and and be absolutely petrified by it all <laughs> well I'm I'm never petrified if I were petrified I shouldn't be doing the play okay fair um fair. I think that sometimes I have been given plays and I, and I know exactly what I'm going to do with it. And I, and I, I mean, for instance, I did Ben-Hur a few years back and I absolutely loved it. It was a huge undertaking on the main stage. This, of course, in the studio, and I love working in the studio. It's my favourite place. Right. Um, what are yeah. the differences for you from the studio to the main stage? What, and why do you say that? Well, I mean, the proscenium arch, of course, you've got, you're aware of the audience only on one side. Um, And of course, you in the studio, it's often played in the round. On this production, it's not, it's just played on two sides. But it does give the actors the chance to really get very close to audience members. And sometimes audience members feel, oh, I don't know, he's going to look at me. And of course they're not, because they are in the world of the piece. Mm. And the actors should really feel that they have... Even though it's not a proscenium arch, you're talking about Stanislavski and you know the the fourth wall and all that. But in many ways, it, 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 we have to have that fourth wall because the actors should not be aware of the people sitting there. They should just mm. 
just actually get inside the world of the piece yeah and in the studio it's that's quite hard because they've got to if it's especially it's in the round uh you know you've got to be in the world of peace all the way around so but with on the main stage you've just got that sort of you know you've, you've just got one side to think right i'm going to cut that audience off they're not there and i'm i i i, I can actually just you know retreat into my character so yeah but the the, the studio is a fantastic for me I love it. Yeah. like acting in there and I like directing in there. Okay. What, as the director, what made you choose this play? I didn't choose it. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is a, well, what made you not reject it when they said you're doing this one? Well, uh, they, I had put forward to do another play. And, and then they found they couldn't get the license for it, right. which was a pity. And this one was presented to me as, would you like to do this? And so... I hadn't had a chance really to get to grips with the play when I went to actually give my submission to direct it, but I knew that I, I wanted to direct. When I looked at the type of play it was, I thought, yes, yes, I, 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 I do like this. I have to say that in the rehearsal process, I'm, I'm, I've started to love it. Not just like it, I, I actually love it. And I, I fully admire David Story's writing. Okay. Yeah. Um, now I, I've spoken to some uh, some older people that I know who vaguely remember this play, because mm. this was so. So listeners may or may not be aware, but the BBC used to do something called Play for Today. Yes. And this is probably one of the most popular and famous ones that they did. Mm. And they had quite a cast back in the day, didn't they? Sure did. It had John Gilgood and um, uh, Ralph Richardson, Mona Washbourne, Dandy Nichols, and of course Warren Clark. Yes. Um, and it played at the Royal Court. Yeah. And so it was. Yeah. And I have watched Play for Today, but I've tried not to watch it too much because I didn't want to sort of feel that I was telling my actors to sort of suddenly become John Gilgood or suddenly become <laughs> Ralph. We put our own stamp on it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying my best to be Gilgood, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, of course that puts a different pressure entirely on it doesn't it if, if it is something that people know and you, you know there is a because you do, as an actor you don't want to be accused of just copying another performance you want yeah. to be able to make it your own very much uh, so very much so, so actually I guess it's good with this that, that, that those who may be familiar with it would only be vaguely familiar with it because of how long so, ago it was I think it, uh, it yes obviously it's a long long time ago um, I, I suppose Gilgood and Richardson's, you know, reputation. Uh, if you think, oh, they they did it, they, that might be a sort of a uh, thing. Yeah, okay, mm. that 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 sounds as if it's probably a good play. Yeah, I, I don't know. And 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 you know, it it got so many plaudits at the time. It, it was taken to Broadway, wasn't it? And it was the same cast that went over and did yes, it there as well. Absolutely. And then the same cast that did it for the televised version. Yes, yes. I mean, it's. it's I think I'll have to go back and actually have another look at that televised version and see just how oh. close we came to it or not close to it. Yeah. As, oh, don't do it! Be. Don't do it yet. You'll only shout at us again. We're all scared <laughs> you of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want more Gilgan. <laughs> Rosemary's there cracking her whip. It's terrifying. Oh, I tell yeah. you. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, if if people listening are intrigued by theatre as well, the, the Abbey Theatre is a very open place, isn't it? People can come along and get involved in any way at all. Very much so. Um, what what got you involved? What what was it that drew you in when you when you first became involved at the Abbey Theatre? Well, I I suppose I've loved 
acting since I've been five years old and um, anywhere I've been I've grown up with theatre and I've um, I, I used to live in North London and was part of a, a, a church um, group actually mm-hmm. um, and did many many plays and then we moved to St Albans and um, I remember coming down to the Abbey Theatre and the very first play I saw down there was Abigail's Party and I remember walking into that main auditorium and being utterly blown away because I'd been used to acting on a church hall stage and to come into a theatre which had the red, red, red plush seats, you know, and the fantastic curtains and I, I, I and the, and the, not only that, but the actual quality of that production was something I thought I've just got to get involved in this mm. and that's exactly what I did okay I remember my first involvement I had recently become a fan and become aware of uh, the Charles Paris mysteries on, on Radio 4 where Bill Nye plays a, a, an actor a professional actor but he's often out of work and he's not doing very well and in the particular one that I was listening to at the time it, he was in a in a play in a theatre and I couldn't get over how what they were describing was like the Abbey Theatre. That, that they, you know, and, and it was all these things where they were talking about the dressing room and the calls that came through and you had to push a button to indicate. Yeah, yes. and, and I thought, wow, this, this is, you know, anyone who might think differently, they, they, they need to have this dispelled. This is a proper theatre. It is a working theatre. It yeah. is it is like, like any other theatre. And the experiences that you have in the theatre are like any other theatre mm. anywhere else. Mm. But this is run by the community. Oh, very much so. And it's a pity that, you know, we we are still struggling to get um, backstage people, Mm. crew, as I call them. And because sometimes we're really using the same people again and again. And uh, it's such good fun to be part of a production. You don't have to be an actor to enjoy being at the Company Mm. of Ten. You can do so much. I mean, apart from anything for productions, you've got so much you can do with, you know, stewarding and bar, uh, wardrobe, you know, props. And it's a wonderful team. Each each of those departments have a wonderful team. I know how to change a barrel of beer now. I never knew how to do that before getting involved in the (laughs) theatre. Not very good at it. I got a bit wet, but yes. Gosh, a bit of waste of beer on that floor then. (laughs) No, it's 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 it is an amazingly uh, supportive and welcoming uh, community. Mm. And if you've been here for, mm, I I suppose for many years, it's it. I suppose it sounds a bit of a cliche, but it is like a family. Mm. You walk into the building and you feel immediately comfortable. It's like coming home. It's it's fantastic. It really is a very friendly. Uh, it's at Bar Sunday we have when you come down and you know it, it's lovely yeah um, so if, if that sounds of interest to you do come along because um, or not only because we'd love you to come and see this play that we're putting on from the 30th of June to the 1st uh, to the 8th of July uh, and uh, the information and tickets are all in the uh, description of this episode right now and on our website com. but also because there might well be a place for you. You might think, you know what, I'm really interested. And you might think your interest has nothing to do with with acting and think, well, well, I don't know, it'd be relevant. And you might just be surprised how it could be put to good use in a a lovely, warm, friendly environment where you can meet new people and gain new experiences. Mm, Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And who knows? I mean, some people have actually, you know, come and done bar and then they've ended up on the stage. But I'm not not saying that everybody, so don't (laughs) worry about it. (laughs) But it, it, yeah. 
but but it's it, and it's lovely as well to see actors that then are pulling you a pint the next time you go to see something else you think oh I saw you in something yes. before and, and the way that there is such yeah. a, a camaraderie that people pitch in yes. so yeah. you know th- th- that's something that's quite nice as well I think a lot of people do not realise that it's entirely voluntary it's, we, we, nobody except the theatre manager is paid yeah and it's just it just so uh, everybody gives their time willingly and if you're in a production you've got eight weeks of solid rehearsals three Mm. times a week Mm. plus four times when we start on Sundays and and we're aware of just as as the cast of just how many people are supporting us to make it work and you know and while we're rehearsing we're seeing people up ladders and we're seeing people on on phones and they're doing all sorts of things that are all working to make it happen for us and and it, it is, it, it's quite yeah. humbling when you realise you're part of a big team putting yes. these things on. And that's very selfless, isn't it? Because they, you don't get any glory at all. No. So that we, 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 we couldn't, we can't do plays without that. We can't do plays without a backstage crew. We cannot do plays without a front of house. We yeah. can't, we, we're not allowed to put a play on if we haven't got two stewards, for instance, mm. and, or a house manager. Yeah. Or bar, you know. So you know. And and somebody said to me, stewarding is a great way of volunteering and getting to see great theatre. Yes, um, indeed. So you know, if, if if that's something that appeals to you, if we can't appeal to you any other way, will appeal to your pocket. You can get to see theatre for free yes. by stewarding. Yes. Um, and yes. that's something that that is so required, isn't it? Yes. It's such an important yes. role. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, to show people to their seats, make sure everything's okay. You yeah. Know, the, yes. That sort of thing. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so there you go. That that's the, the Abbey Theatre, real jewel in St Albans crown and um and it's amazing you know danny how many people actually still don't know we exist mm. and that always worries me uh i remember we did um a christmas carol a few years back in 2000 and um what was it 10 i think and we went out in full costume and we were giving out leaflets in christopher place and and as i was giving leaflets people say where is it and i said it's the abbey theater where's mm. that and I said, do, do you live in St Albans? Yes, you know, and they've not even heard of it. Yeah. And so we really do need to get people to know that they have this wonderful theatre on literally on their doorstep. No, you know, fares to get into London and no parking. It's it's there. It's all there. I came to see um, the uh, Good Night, Mr Tom last year, and there was the two um, old ladies in front of me as we were queuing to go through to to, to sit into me. the theatre. <laughs> No, I said old ladies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and they, but they said and and and, and I, I overheard them saying um, that they they said like this is oh I've never been in here before and then the other one said something like no me neither and I've lived here for 70 yeah, odd years. Yeah, there you go. And and then as they walked through the doors they went oh it's like a proper theatre and oh, and I said I, and I sort of leant forward and said it is a proper theatre it's not like <laughs> it is one and uh, and they went oh it's lovely isn't it and oh. and, and you know people yeah they don't realise it's there no. but we are blessed in St Albans with 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 theatre and with with the arts here we, we mm. have some great local theatre companies and we have some great musical theatre companies we have all these things going on and so often people say oh I didn't know we did that I didn't know it was here I know. Um, so, I know. I know. You know. So there's lots of great things going on here on the St Albans podcast. We're always trying to, to champion the arts, and uh, and home is the latest uh, offering of the, the company of ten. And uh, 
not least because I've got a little bit in it, but I'd love it if you could all come along, give it a try. Um, and uh, it's again, it's on from the 30th of June through to the 8th of July. Uh, if you want to find out more or you want to book, the link is in the, um, uh, the, the, the show notes right now. Uh, you can go to abbeytheatre.org.uk and you'll find it there uh, and also on our website, stalwanspodcast.com. But uh, Rosemary, thank you for spending time with us here recording this today. Well, and, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> and, uh, and we look forward to seeing it. And if you're curious as to, to what Rosemary looks like, just look around in the audience and she'll be the one biting her nails <laughs> and, and cursing about these blooming actors ruining her play. <laughs> No, thank you, Danny. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, later this week, we have a bonus edition of the uh, St. Albans podcast film guide. Max Hartington, who normally does the the second or is it no the third, third Friday of the month, because there's a fifth Friday this month. He's coming back for another show uh, where we'll be finding out what's happening in the local cinemas and also uh, the best uh, films on free to air TV for the week ahead. So that's the film guide on Friday. Hope you can join us for that. Find out more about the St. Albans podcast on our social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Twitter. Twitter and Instagram, where we are at St. Albans Podcast. We'll catch you again real soon.